the Business Exchange, How Business Works, brought to you by the American Business Council, the voice of American business in Nigeria and the affiliate of the U.S. Chamber in D.C. Now, the Business Exchange, for those who don't know, is a bi-weekly program where industry experts share um, their insights on the various sectors uh, of their interest and sometimes provide predictions of the, on various sectors of their expertise as well. So um, predictions and insights are usually great um, because they help you know businesses to understand um, how um, things um, thrive in Nigeria. So today's episode is really an unusual and interesting one, and I'll tell you about that as we move on. Um, so now the government of Nigeria um, recently passed the baton from one president to another. And in the same vein, the American Business Council recently passed the baton from the third president, Dick Faulkner, to the fourth president. Now, these changes um, happened in the midst of growing economic challenges in Nigeria, uh, where the micro macroeconomic reports are, were just are just or were just not great. Uh, the country showed a weakened economy blighted by declining oil production challenges, exchange rate distortions, high inflation. The list is endless. I just don't want to um, kind of reel out a plethora of um, negatives. And the Nigerian government, more than anything else, would now require bilateral and multilateral support from organizations like the American Business Council to boost the economy of um, the country by regularly uh, showcasing the Nigeria's um, investment potentials to U.S. companies and also encouraging a fecund uh, business environment through advocacy that will further drive investment um, of uh, U.S. companies already existing in Nigeria. So enough of all this long story, but to introduce our special guest today. Our special guest today is, is um, Soporibo Idera uh, Sops. Now, Sops is the Group Managing Director for West Africa SLB across 12 countries in the region, and he is the current president of the American Business Council. We will have a formal handover uh, at the end of this week. Uh, we're happy to, really very happy to have uh, Sops as a guest for this ABC special episodes. Sops, welcome to the show. Excellent. Thank you very much, uh, Maggie, for the flowery introduction. And it's a, it's a true pleasure being here uh, to share my views. And also, it's always uh, important to contribute to the dialogue, right, in how we move Nigeria forward. So always, always uh, happy to be in a forum where we can discuss matters of importance to all of us and the nation at hand. So thank you very much for, for having me here. Yeah, thanks a lot for, for coming and joining us today. I know it's been challenging to kind of get our calendars, you know, um, into, because um, I know you're a very busy person anyways. Um, so let's let's start, they say it's cliche, but charity begins at home. Um, so your company has been and still is an active member of the American Business Council. And, you know, I I, I recognize that the organization had, was one of the 12, I think, um, that signed up, you know, the, the, the first article of association of the organization, meaning yeah. that you were, SLB has been there right at the beginning. So um, I would ask, you know, what are the key takeaways and some of the um, highlights and possible cha challenges that you have seen with the American yeah. Business Council with, prior to your appointment as the president of, 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 of the council? Okay, no, thank you very much, uh, Maggie. I think, you know, I, I'm here speaking as um, as 
a president of ABC, uh, but also as a managing director in one of the, as you mentioned, founding companies or the companies that were the, you know, beginning of this of this council. So we've got a significant track record. I mean, there were predecessors behind me, uh, uh, before me, and um, I also have my own views of what I've seen. So what I will share with you is kind of like a, a synthesis of, of, of both. So I think if you look at council is today, it's ultimately a voice, you know, for American businesses in Nigeria. And effectively, it's an advocacy platform, right? Uh, one where the essence is to engage with relevant stakeholders in the public and private sectors to move forward interests of Nigeria, the United States, when it comes to trade and investment, and also the interests of uh, our member companies. And in that respect, I would say, if I look at how things have played out from the vantage point of uh, SLB, uh, which uh, used to be called Schlumberger, I think there are three major key takeaways I take when I see my experience in this group. I'll say, firstly, you know, when I look at the alignment across, uh, you know, the industry groups, it's, it's multiple sectors within the, uh, you know, the body itself, uh, really cutting across all the major private uh, sectors within uh, the private industry in Nigeria. If I look at this, I would say the alignment on what the challenges and opportunities are. It's incredible to see how clear-eyed we all are on, on where the challenges and opportunities lie. So, um, you know, you would think it's just maybe within an industry or a sub-industry, uh, but I can tell you, looking at that alignment, it's quite important to note that from our vantage point, we feel that it wouldn't take much in terms of pushing things in the right direction that would get most of all the companies within this body to see a more constructive environment in terms of uh, investing and trade, not just between Nigeria and the United States, uh, but within Nigeria and the global industry and within Nigeria itself. So I'll say the first thing, you know, is, is alignment. There are about 75 companies within the ABC. And I can tell you that there's significant alignment on what the challenges and opportunities are. I mean, second key takeaway on the body is, you know, we have to be on the table dialoguing on what the best way forward is uh, for Nigeria as a country in terms of policy. And seeing some of the impact that the ABC has had, I can say uh, a key takeaway is that it's critical for us to be in the relevant uh, platforms, okay, advocacy platforms, to make sure that our voices are heard, because it does make a difference. Uh, the ABC recently was involved with um, engaging uh, three of the presidential candidates through, uh, you know, the election cycle. And it's critical to see that, uh, you know, with uh, a new administration in place, we're already seeing very positive signs of some of the uh, points being put forward, uh, you know, being taken into significant consideration as, the, you know, a key pillar of the way to move forward or 
we've already beginning. Oh, sorry, we've already seen movement uh, in in these areas. So I'll say it makes a difference to actually make our voices heard. And I think ABC is uh, really, really an ideal platform uh, for American businesses that are based in Nigeria. So our voice definitely makes a difference and right, finding the right platform to put that forward is critical. And then the third thing I've seen looking at some of the engagement we've had internally uh, within the ABC is, you know, there are significant opportunities for public and private partnerships. And looking at ABC as a platform and some of the discussions we've had, it's it's shown that there are significant opportunities there beyond, you know, private to private engagement in terms of uh, trade and in, in investment. There are actually opportunities that also lie between public and private partnerships and, and, and uh, if you could say, uh, interactions that could create value there. So these three areas are key takeaways for me. Alignment, okay, uh, making our voices heard, and then opportunities, not just on the private side, but between the public and private uh, partnerships. Now, you had also asked in terms of what have we seen that have been the challenges so far from our own vantage point. I think we all know about the investment climate trends we've had in Nigeria. I think one of the major challenges we've faced is how we continue to engage to improve the business climate in Nigeria for capital inflow, for trade, driving prosperity uh, in Nigeria. And, And then ties to our second challenge, which is how we enable and how we share ideas to drive political will and public buying. I think it's not just the political will. I think it's also ensuring adequate public buying so there is alignment uh, across the stakeholder base because it's not just the government, but it's also you know, the masses at, at hand. And then uh, the third, uh, I wouldn't call it a challenge. I'll see it a bit of an opportunity is we have grown significantly um, into 75 companies right now, over 75 actually as we speak, it's more than 75 companies right now. Uh, and I, I see not just the challenge, but an opportunity of how we extend membership uh, to reach some of the smaller US businesses that uh, you know have continued to spring up in Nigeria and seeing interest in Nigeria. So I think these three areas are where I would say uh, the challenges have been and also to some extent some of the opportunities and these are some of the areas that you know i you know taking on from the able work done by depot uh, will will build on the good work to see how we move ourselves and uh, our member companies forward uh, around these three areas now you had mentioned uh, fantastic <laughs> go ahead finish with the highlights on this one. You, you asked what highlights I've seen from my own vantage point. So I think, you know, when okay. we started out, only X number of companies and I've seen significant growth of the membership in, in ABC and it cuts across multiple, you know, uh, industries, okay, uh, significantly from the agricultural industry uh, to oil and gas to the tech sector to manufacturing, cuts across everything, right? Uh, so that's that's very good. Uh, and tying to that, uh, second highlight I've seen is really the high level of engagement, okay, with not just 
public uh, stakeholders, but with also private stakeholders to really push, you know, the Nigeria growth agenda forward as enabled by uh, our member companies. And uh, third, the, the advocacy when we move forward on policy, you know, I think a highlight is, you know, how crisp and how targeted it's been uh, to move our businesses forward, but not just moving our businesses forward, but how that has focused on improving the lot of our key stakeholders, starting with both member countries, you know, Nigeria and the U.S. as well. So I think these three areas, growth of the members, you know, a high level of rich engagement of the body, and then just the focused nature of the advocacy on policy I've seen, these are these are three highlights. So a bit of a long-winded answer, uh, but I really have a lot to share. And I, I really, really, if you could say, uh, very, very optimistic on what the future holds uh, and where ABC comes into playing a critical role in making sure we carve out the best possible future for Nigeria. Thanks a lot, Sobs. You, you took the wind off my soul and a couple of... Uh, the um, thoughts and things I wanted to kind of interject and ask. Um, obviously, one of them had to do with um, growing uh, the um, the small businesses, U.S. businesses in Nigeria, which is already um, something that um, has started with the uh, introduction of the associate membership category. And I see, I'm yep. happy to know that that seems to be very much on your radar as um, you take up those, the, as you've taken up those mantle to become the the the, the president of the ABC. Um, and and yes, um, I, I believe, I still believe, and I, I think you have, you alluded to that, that we are on a journey, um, a strong advocacy platform that should be, um, that would be also a think uh, tank where government would really reach out to us at some for for critical decisions and um, you know ask for our our, our views and integrate our views because they believe that these are expert opinions so we're we are on a, a journey but but again just to see i know that um to see how much of uh, um what's your strength in the in the in being able to predict the future type of thing um, what? How do you see the ABC in the next two years? What's your vision for the council in the next two years? Yeah, I'm 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 a pragmatist, but also an optimist, <laughs> and I I believe in having you know ambitious and very aggressive goals. Okay, and and that ties into what I see as a vision. I think. What ABC has to be is the foremost advocacy platform for private industry in Nigeria that will support not only the government's very aggressive growth ambition, but also support policy development for at a minimum of 50% growth in investment from the U.S. companies that are part of this body over the next two years. Critically, it boils down to value for our stakeholders, okay? Uh, we could be the foremost body and all of that, but critically, it must translate into a 50% growth in investment for the companies within this body 
and how that translates into jobs. Yeah. So this is not just controlled by us. This is one that, of course, the stakeholders within the environment would, uh, you know, need to be constructive with policy and incentives that help support this. But that is the ambitious goal that I'm putting forward before this body, that with the right engagements, with the right policy advocacy, with the right win-win ideas put forward in front of the public and private stakeholders in Nigeria, we can move quickly with policy that would help drive this. We think we, that there is an opportunity on the table with the uh, transition ongoing. We have and will continue to engage. But I see ABC nothing other than being the forefront body that will enable this. You know, um, another side offshoot is I, you know, would like us to have a continued growth ambition to grow our membership beyond the 100 companies. And it's not just about the numbers. It's about two aspects. One, the breadth of the ideas that can be put on the table, the larger the, the membership base, uh, you know, the, the, the more broad we get uh, a level of ideas. And I think ideas are just, you know, the key to success in life. And then secondly, Having that broad base of membership also has a platform through which we can continue to extend and encourage investment of private industry in Nigeria. Yeah. So I think that is why I'm looking at beyond the translation of this into growth in our investment, there should be also be uh, growth in membership. And I think a third area, you know, which is an offshoot of this vision is how we also expand the engagement and partnerships, not only to the national government uh, level, but also to the state governments and, and, and sub-national uh, within the public uh, organization. So I think this for me is the vision on this side. I'm a, I'm a firm optimist in Nigeria. I think where we are in our journey, if you take what the positives are, irrespective of what's out there, if you look at where we are democratically and the fact that we continue to mature, not only politically, but also in terms of ideology on how we organize society. This is big, you know, because if we if we're not moving forward and with that, you can really forget about uh, policies in an economy. So I think it's very positive that we're moving forward with that. You know, the, the political process on voting and, and, and how we go about electing leaders, we will continue to grow and mature on that. And I, and I think in our journey, we're moving forward. We are not where we think we want to be, but as long as there's progress, uh, we'll take that. So that gives us an opportunity with a new administration coming in for taking policy advocacy to the next level. Uh, and other critical thing I see is a constructive support from the United States in engaging with the 
current incoming administration and also uh, in terms of supporting the ABC on engagements and putting forward win-win policies. We're seeing a lot of traction from, from the United States as well. So I, I see significant tailwinds. There are risks, but there are significant tailwinds and we need to jump on that now and, and look at how that uh, you know takes us into the future. But I see more of opportunity than risks when I look at the future of Nigeria, but the risks are tangible and we need to continue to engage relevant stakeholders to see how we manage down our risks and how we all in together drive aggressively on our opportunities. I think Nigeria is an African leader about to assume its place. That's my own view of it. How many years we see? It's one in question, but over the next two years, my vision is that we will be the prime advocacy platform to support both governments and our member companies in achieving these lofty ambitions on, on our side and, and for both governments. Yeah, th thanks a lot for that. You know, um, I, I like the pragmatic um, half-fold mindset. It helps because it, 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 your, the expectations are measured but they are there and then you have that mindset to move forward as opposed to kind of throwing the hands up in the air and kind of, you know, uh, lying bottom up as if, you know, the world has ended. So it's it's very encouraging. Um, and I, I think um, with that spirit, it's it will be great to drive the ABC forward with the, with, with the spirit um, and the mindset you, you have. So you, you mentioned something about taking advocacy um, ABC taking advocacy to the next level, yeah. and um, I, I, I just, um, you know, I mean, so far we've we've been able to get some things off 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 the ground. Like uh, I know that for for instance, the data protection bill, which uh, but the, the 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 council said advocating since 2019 that eventually was signed some few weeks into the office by the current yeah. president. Um, yeah, so. Um, so we've seen a recording of um, a series of these good things happening, um, including also the uh, the removal of the famous fuel subsidy, if we can in the yeah. quality of that right now, and the passing of yeah. the Finance Act. Uh, so, so how do you think we can um, ABC would get involved, you know, with the new government, um, you know, taking advocacy to the next level? You also mentioned that we had, you know, had a prior meeting with uh, these uh, stakeholders when they were in a vying position, especially the vice presidential candidates. So how do you see us, um, what would be the, the eat in engaging um, the um, the new president? Yeah, no, thank you. Another very great question, Maggie, and just building on, on what I've shared so far. I think it's best here where I kind of let you know how, what are the focus areas? I mean, there are three focus areas that we see in general. I, and, and you already mentioned one, data protection is one. Uh, a second area is intellectual property, okay? Uh, the, this is another area that we're engaging in, okay? And then the third one is the general one, which you've already talked about, economic recovery, okay? And, and just general growth of, of, of trade. So these are three areas. When we say taking advocacy to the next level, these are the three areas that we're going to be very targeted 
on. And if you want to break that down, I can tell you that there are three core areas that we need to actually continue to focus our advocacy on before I talk about the stakeholders. The first one is, and I'm talking from a standpoint of, of not just businesses within the American Business Council, but private industry as a whole. It will be beneficial for small, micro, medium scale businesses. It will be beneficial for the individuals, you know, the masses, even right down to the rural areas. If we ultimately have free enterprise and markets in Nigeria, and what does that mean? I'm not saying, uh, you know, an anarcho imbalanced market, right? One where there is no control or no regulation whatsoever. I'm just saying, ultimately, we have to be very pointed on how do we strip down encumbrances within the market and encumbrances within free enterprise and entrepreneurship that can really unleash the human energy and creativity in Nigeria. And there are a couple of things we've talked about. First of all, there are some key distortions, okay? We've talked about within the market that, uh, you know, when we say take engagement to the next level, we hone into these key distortions. And what do I mean by distortion? One of the fundamental components in a market-based system is price discovery. It's the price. You know, the price is so foundational to the efficient functioning of a market. And what is the price? Price is, you know, those that want whatever the good or services and those that supply it, there is a balance point where both are happy. That is the price. It is determined by the market. It's not determined by external forces. We've seen this in three areas where we've had subsidies. Okay, and this has been in in you know PMS fuel. Uh, we've also had we we had it in you know with uh, forex. Okay, and uh, you know the naira versus uh, foreign exchange, uh, key foreign exchange, and we also see it in power. And one area that we've continued to engage in is how we manage allowing the market control the prices of this while managing the impact short term on the stakeholders that you know these three areas are focused on yeah uh, secondly in terms of focusing and taking our engagement to the next level we want to hone in on growth of foreign direct investment led in three areas, sustainable energy and power, agriculture, and services. Why these three areas? I think these are three areas where Nigeria has a comparative advantage, okay? And uh, I'm not, I don't think we should take a scattergun approach and try to optimize everything. I think all nations have inbuilt natural, uh, inherent comparative advantages and we have comparative advantages in energy for sure uh, we we have that in agriculture and we have that in services if we can hone in on these three areas and target the growth of our fdi around this i think this is what will enable us very quickly hit the ambition we have 
of, of growth over the next, as you know, you know, the uh, incoming ad administration is talking about a 7% plus growth in GDP year on year. I think that is more than achievable, okay, over the next five years. I think that's more than achievable. And I think prioritization and focusing is key. So taking our advocacy to the next level is focusing. Focusing in this three areas, sustainable energy and power, agriculture and services. I think the last area is around how we continue to minimize some of the other choking factors, not only of businesses, but for, you know, uh, individuals as well, which is everything around tariffs and taxes, okay? How we manage that to be more of incentives. I think a tax system is not just a revenue generation avenue for the government. I think it's more and should be used more as an incentive system towards production than an avenue to generate taxes, sorry, to generate revenue. I think revenues for a government is important, but I think if we focus on using the tax system to incentivize production, okay, that will be more impactful than looking at the tax and tariff system to maximize revenue uh, for the government, right? Because if we're able to, production equals income. If we're able to maximize production income for the government, not only the government, but for private in individuals and, you know, the masses at large would also increase. So I think taking our advocacy to one where, when we're talking about, um, you know, the fiscal side of things when it comes to taxes and tariffs, it's not just about how do we optimize revenues or tweak revenues for the government, but how does the government use the tax and tariff system as an incentive tool towards boosting production of goods and services in Nigeria? So that for me, in those three areas, is how I see uh, honing and taking our engagement to the next level uh, would be constructive on the dialogue on, on, on how to move Nigeria forward in terms of uh, trade and GDP growth. Uh, so, so that's great, and I'm I'm picking one word from what you've you've just um, said, um, and that's the the, the word constructive. Um, I recall at one of uh, the meetings with one of the uh, top um, government officials, um, he mentioned that one of the things that irritate government is the fact that you know private sector would come and say and just keep saying, you know, this is what we you need to do without necessarily. Um, you know, partaking of, um, and, and you have used the word partnership, but really being in the trenches with um, government, being able to, you know, build the capacity where they are, they are lacking um, to, to, to ensure that, you know, we reach this point where we want um, them to be or where we think would be helpful uh, in terms of, um, Helping uh, build the business, uh, the, the business environment in in a, a more favorable way. So I know yep. that um, uh, private sector had been involved in some way uh, at the beginning of the last administration through the PEBEC, um, you know, projects. Just really yep. working with uh, that, you know. So um, how do you see ABC getting, or at least private sector, U.S. private sector companies getting more involved in this manner, not just the telling 
but you know the telling and the doing together with government. Uh, you know, I I I I just thought because I I I like the word constructive. But constructive yeah. comes you know, with the words and with action as well. So uh, I just want to get your insight on that. Yeah, no, I think a good one. I think, of course, the ABC is the first and foremost a platform where I think, you know, for all any company, American-based company that is here in Nigeria, not yet in this body, I think um, that's first and foremost is is an immediate low-hanging fruit uh, that I think should be done in terms of um, reaching out to uh, the ABC Secretariat and, and finding out how, uh, you know, one can be a member and one, how one can contribute, okay, to the activities in terms of uh, engagement and advocacy. Because like I started with, I had mentioned that one of the highlights I've seen is uh, around the platform uh, that exists to advocate and and how far reaching uh, the the council is in terms of uh, the public and private stakeholders that exist in Nigeria and moving policy forward. So I think that first and foremost is 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 an initial low hanging fruit. I would say uh, a second area is in terms of partnerships. I, I would say um, you know finding areas to partner with uh, either local or international uh, bodies in moving forward areas, you know, block areas around which we think uh, there's low-hanging fruit on on value creation. I I don't think we should necessarily all have to wait for a body. I think individually uh, using the platform of the council we could find opportunities where we can actually make an impact, okay, uh, on our side. And I think the continued seeking out areas, you mentioned already uh, as a body where we engage on the PBEC, right, uh, as, as a platform, as an example. I think not only just in the group, I think individually in our respective companies, we should continue to look for opportunities uh, where we could make even individual uh, impact. And then thirdly, I would say in general around um, putting forward uh, the best ideas from the experiences we have in some, you know, in other countries. Some of us uh, are in uh, privileged to be in a position where we can see across, not just in Nigeria, but across some of the best ideas in some of the other countries being put in place that we have seen has moved international and local capital uh, that has been constructive towards uh, driving economic growth in the in the respective countries. So I think we as well can bring that, again, using the body as a nexus for transmitting the ideas. I think the member companies should be looking out for how uh, we continue to take part in sharing those best ideas. But critically, Maggie, showing up, Taking part, being active, I think is 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 critical uh, to ensure that we can, uh, we the member companies can make the best of of this platform. Completely um, agree with you, and 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 that's why um, engagements like uh, some of them that we're we're seeing on our radar, like um, I know uh, there's the 
the mayor of Houston that's coming into town with a couple of stakeholders yeah, uh, looking at how they can drive yeah, investments into Nigeria, those kinds of engagements and a lot more uh, that will be coming through and, and yeah. us, you know, collaborating with these um, stakeholders become even more and more critical at this point. And, and yeah. there's something you mentioned about, and, you know, experiences and, and outside of Nigeria. You, you want, okay, go ahead. <laughs> glad to that. I mean, take an example of, you know, I, I shared with you going FDI and I shared with you three areas, mm -hmm. sustainable energy and power, agriculture and our services uh, industries, right? Um, take an example of sustainable energy and power. I mean, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, we had uh, the U.S. Assistant Energy Secretary was uh, was was here in Nigeria, okay? And one of the, yeah. the bodies it sat with is, is, is the ABC, you know, trying to get and pick our brains on the best ideas. So, you know, and, and right after that, they had engagements with... Uh, uh, the public policy makers on the oil and gas industry in Nigeria, and then they also had engagements directly with the with the president as well. And and I think as a body, we need to be cognizant of the opportunities that we have on the table to engage, and we need to make sure we're all vocal, put the ideas forward, make a crisp message, focused and targeted, like we had discussed initially and make sure that we're showing up to put the ideas on the table. And I think you were about to build up into the next point I made about cross-country ideas. So let me let you share your question on that. Go ahead, Maggie. Yes, yes, okay. Um, so already, that's why I find this very interesting and unusual for me because I'm speaking with someone who, you know, seems to be really very much, I mean, I'll say a fire on a couple of um, thoughts on, on how we can um, drive drive the um, investments, um, FDIs into the country and areas that I, I share very um, strong passion, I, I, I would say. Um, but but um, so you talked about, um, you know, Nigeria learning also from what, what happens outside of um, best practice sharing from outside of, of Nigeria. And um, I, I recognize that Nigeria is currently part of uh, uh, one one single market, the AFCFTA, and and so yep. cannot that you know uh, we we do not that could be an opportunity really uh, for us, and it could also be a derailment depending on how we manage it. So how do we as um, uh, a US um, uh, council, uh, US company based council, um, enhance the US Nigeria business space and drive the opportunities um, for US private sector? Uh, leveraging the AFCFT, kind of a bit windy, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and for for everyone, um, you know, the AFCFTA is you know basically our own version of a cross-continental free trade agreement. And to summarize, what are we trying to do? We're trying to reduce tariffs, okay, cross-border tariffs across the countries. Um, leverage the comparative advantages that exist within the countries, liberalize trade that just really chokes off, you know, um, our ability to um, leverage economies of scale that exist within uh, the sub-Saharan African region. I'll give you an example. I, I was just recently flying back from Equatorial Guinea 
and I was looking for a flight to get back to Nigeria. And for whatever reasons, I had to pass through practically three countries to take a flight where, you know, just the direct flight between EG and Nigeria would have been 35 minutes. I ended up with a, a day's journey cutting across two different countries. And that's an example of not you add frictional. Yeah, there are so many things on that beyond um, just trade agreements. There are a couple of other factors as well. But uh, one area that liberalizing and oiling trade between the respective countries within the sub-Saharan African region and Africa as a whole is we would truly be able to tap uh, cross-country synergies. There are risks in it and there are local impacts and there are also some would feel that there are threats to local businesses. I don't see it like that. I, I think um, as long as we focus in areas where we do have our advantages, there are significant opportunities that exist for all our countries in, in sub-Saharan Africa. And we've seen you can go to, um, you know, you look at North America, uh, there's a free trade agreement that goes on runs across Canada, the US, uh, Mexico. You look at Europe as a whole, okay? Uh, Europe uh, not only took free trade, <laughs> they, they actually went even beyond free trade and they were looking for even more uh, beyond trade, even more, uh, if you could say, constructive partnerships and relationships between the countries that some have even said bordered around the political. Uh, but there is value to be created when there is cross-country cooperation, okay, on trade, not just intranational uh, cooperation. So uh, I think the F... Um, CFTA is an opportunity. We've signed up to it. Okay, uh, there are quite a number of countries that are already signed up. We're at the implementation phase, and I think it's it, there's a significant opportunity here. When I put this and the uh, you know incoming new administration uh, that is taking on board a lot of the ideas that have been put forward for uh, uh, you know moving Nigeria forward, I think there's a significant opportunity here. So how do we leverage it? I think we, of course, need to be forefront advocates. We need to be clear not just on the benefits. We also need to be clear on the pitfalls and the risks. Because I'm, I'm, remember I told you I'm a pragmatist, and any direction you take has its positives, but also has its negatives. Okay? There are areas that you would say will be, some stakeholders might think that there might be a negative impact uh, to uh, the AFCFTA and what we need to do, not only espousing the positives and the advantages, we need to be cognizant of what these, uh, you know, effects could be negatively uh, for some stakeholders and make sure that there is clarity in our advocacy on how those stakeholders will be, uh, ultimately their interests will be optimized as well uh, with the uh, with, with the free trade agreement. But Ultimately, we will be forefront advocates uh, in this, understanding it, understanding where and how our businesses, some of us already are in positions where we are already looking at, um, you know, private activity across uh, the Africa region, right? Not just within Nigeria itself. So 
we play and leverage into some of the strengths that already exist because I can tell you Nigeria is a focal point for quite a number of countries that are not only focusing management of activities just in Nigeria, focusing management of these activities across a region of which Nigeria typically is one of the core hubs in Africa that is used. So I, I think we, in terms of our standing within Africa, we have to be a leader for this, but a leader that just doesn't look at it dogmatically, actually looks at it from the viewpoint of the stakeholders, all the stakeholders, if we're looking at sustainable free trade, all the stakeholders in place, and how we not only take advantages of the benefits of this, uh, but also uh, manage the potential pitfalls uh, that come from this. And I think this is this is how we best drive opportunities. And once this is done, I mean, we as companies, you're going to see very aggressive leveraging of this. Uh, there's so much to be done. I mean, they said, I think I saw recently there was something put out that um, over 50 million jobs can be created by 2035 if the AF CFTA is properly implemented. And then I say again, properly implemented across the countries. Yeah. So significant, significant. Fantastic. So, so um, I mean, I have a lot of questions to ask and a lot of thoughts um, to, for, to, to, to get out of you. But um, I'm just kind of looking at the time and I'm wondering <laughs> that um, we are running thing on time. So, yeah. um, so um, just just one last one. OK, um, so yeah. the key area to watch out for in the U.S. Nigerian business space as you take off on this road, I think you have kind, you've kind of answered. Um, you've shared some thoughts around that, but maybe just to highlight yeah. that, um, you know, what are those key areas to watch out for uh, in the U.S. Nigeria business space as you take on the mantle of uh, the, the yeah. role of the American of the American Business Council president. Yeah, I think I think we we kind of touched it, but I'll summarize it again. I think there are mm -hmm. three focus areas, right? One is everything that with this new government coming in around economic recovery and really moving back to seven percent plus GDP growth. Uh, you know, uh, we have to be all in on this in terms of advocacy and in terms of being clear on what would truly drive our companies. Okay, to really kick in uh, investment in Nigeria. Looking across Africa, I can tell you that there are some countries that I can pick out that I see from my vantage point aggressive capital flying into these countries. And when I look at from the vantage point of, of Nigeria, there's so much potential. Once we tweak some key incentives and with the new administration coming in, I think that there is a significant opportunity for us to advocate and to act on some of these recommendations. So everything around economic recovery is key. The second aspect which we have talked about is intellectual property. Yeah, um, this is essential and foundational. How we continue to move forward in 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 growing uh, our protections around this is is key okay and then that ties to the third area which you had already mentioned which is everything around data protection we recently signed a data protection bill which is good typically a bill is the first step okay and putting it into an act uh, is 
I'll say the next step, and then subsequently, now that Bill has been signed as an act, subsequently it's the implementation and how we implement that. I think would be critical. So economic re recovery, driving that the growth, uh, you know, of foreign direct investment, focus around IP, intellectual property, our continued growth on that, and and then everything around data protection. Why am I why am I focusing on these three areas? Because they are foundational driving growth around those three areas we talked about sustainable energy and power agriculture and services okay just take an example of services maggie you know we keep talking about our natural resources if you unleash the power of the of nigeria's human resources okay it's not even just about the advancement and the economic development of Nigeria. I think there's so much we can add to the growth and the advancement of the world at large. I mean, there, there are areas that, take an example of everything around the digital, the digital economy and how much human resources drives value in that, okay? You slap on net 3.0, you slap on, you know, just enablement by the internet and enablement by where we are in terms of our telecoms industry. There's so much potential. I think that's our new oil, you know, uh, on the services end. <laughs> I think Nigeria can be a yeah. massive just leveraging what I think is our, our hidden gem that uh, once it's unlocked, you know, uh, I think uh, oil, we keep talking about diversifying the economy. Services, services is our key, led by everything around the digital economy and just tapping into, uh, you know, the natural comparative advantages we have with human resources in the country. So again, economic recovery, intellectual property, data protection, these are the three areas. Fantastic. Um, you know, I, I, again, you, you mentioned something that, but uh, maybe we will have to take this off from on another podcast, um, and that's um, sustainable, sustainable energy and power. The, the word sustainable yeah. tree got something yeah. else. Um, but but yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to step that down for now, and yeah. really thank you for um, sure. you know joining us today. Congratulating you once again uh, as we foresee great milestones in um, uh, ABC being able to foster trade and investment under the leadership of under your leadership. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, like I said, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, we thank you for joining us today. Uh, we'd like uh, our followers and uh, listeners to uh, join us on the um, Business Exchange on SoundCloud, the Apple Podcast and Spotify, and on social media, follow us at abcouncil underscore ng on Twitter and Instagram and on the American Business Council on LinkedIn. And make sure you join the conversation by um, using the relevant hashtag, hashtag the business exchange, how business works. So see you same time next time. And again, thank you for listening.